Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Mike Corgan from Cross Country Mortgage, back hosting the show with you. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Hope everybody, uh, hope you, Robert, you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. Hope everybody out there did as well. We did. We always go to my grandparents. We do the same thing every year. We go to my grandparents. My grandmother always, you know, she loves to eat like at noon right away. So we <laughs> we spend like most of the day there every year. Um, but it's always a good time. What do you guys normally do for Thanksgiving? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's always been a hodgepodge since I moved to Florida, right? Been traveling uh, different places. This year, we actually went back to, to Cleveland, where I'm from. For the first time, we were back in Cleveland for Thanksgiving in the uh, 16 years I've lived in Florida. So this year was a little bit different, but was good to go home and be back uh, with, with with family and and whatnot. But uh, oh, that's you cool. Know, miss, well, miss the warmth of Florida this time of year. Well, I know that. I mean, I'm kind of surprised because I do know that you go to Cleveland or go to Ohio pretty often. So that's that's awesome that you were actually able to make it back there for Thanksgiving. That's good. Yes. Yeah. It was good. It was it was good to be there. So, but awesome. uh, but anyways. <laughs> awesome. So one of the th the real estate market, just to bring it back to real estate, it's always it's always a little funky this year. And I think that part of the the funkiness is that, like you said, you're from Cleveland. There's a lot of people from up north that, that live down here or travel down here. You know, the real estate market in Florida um, this time of year and as the winter goes on, um, it's definitely different than the way the market is up north. And I think people are always a little, you know, surprised about that, or it's definitely a learning curve to understand, you know, how busy our market tends to get um, this time of year, where a lot of other markets traditionally, and again, this year might be different, but a lot of other markets across the country tend to kind of hibernate this time of year, or at least slow down significantly. Um, but our market doesn't really always bear that out. And of course, during the holidays, you know, less people, uh, unless they're really serious, you know, they're less people are out looking or putting their home on the market. But I will say the great thing about this time of year is if you are serious um, and if you are a serious buyer or somebody that wants to sell your home, you know that the people out there that are really also participating in real estate this time of year are very serious as well. So that's always good. But I think people are always shocked that our market tends to rev up um, this time of year, especially going into right after New Year's. Um, and I know you you guys see that as well, Mike, probably on a market-wide level where we're just looking at you know our team and what the real estate market um, of our team is doing. Yeah, for sure. No, it, it happens all around Florida, and it is very different than other places around the country that tend to have more of seasonality to it. If anything, our, our season tends to rev up, and we've talked about it on the show before because so many people are coming from other parts of the country, whether they're snowbirds or coming to visit to get to the, some of the warm weather and whatnot, because of some of the way our laws work with the homestead exemptions, the end of the year is always a very, very busy time um, you know, for us. And I think this year, you know, so last year across the country was kind of an anomaly because of the pandemic and, and it was just so craziness. But this year is getting a little bit more towards whatever that uh, I think we banned saying the new normal on this show. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I th I think it's Don't you know getting it. more towards what whatever that is going to be. And and, um, you know, but there is there is still a lot of activity that that is going on. There's being a lot of surge. 
And, you know, rates, because of all the inflation fears that are out there now that everybody is talking about, right? Everybody's talking about it. It's all over the social media, you know, going on there telling you how much, you know, everything from their, you know, their tank of gas to their chicken wings have gone up. Um, I even saw an article this week that came out that the dollar, Dollar Tree, right, that sold everything for a dollar is by April of next year, everything's going to be a buck and a quarter. Um, so it, it's it's literally, I mean, it's happening. It's all over the place. But when there is inflation, that is kind of the enemy of mortgage rates or the enemy of all rates. But um, so it causes rates to go up. So because of a lot of that fear, we're starting to see rates tick up a little bit here. And I think what that is causing, you know, lots of times people say, oh, well, rates will go up and the demand's going to be worse. Um, and it's actually the opposite because people tend to the fence setters jump off the fence um, and right. get into the market. So I think you're you're going to see an extra surge this year during the holiday season. And I think we're starting to see it. Well, well, one of the articles this week was from CNBC, um, and it actually said that so far mortgage demand is up 5% in unusual holiday buying surge. Now, that made me think of, you know, our market here versus everywhere else. And this is an example of that. Our market always has uh, what some would consider an unusual holiday buying surge. You know, we're always very busy with closings in December, which means yes. that those people went on, you know, the uh, went on and went out house hunting and, and mortgage shopping and everything else in November, usually. Now, that's very unusual for other parts of the country that do not have busy December closing months. So that's an example of what we talked about, where, you know, for some reason, the mortgage market nationally has seen a 5% uptick in, you know, mortgage demand. And, yeah, and you know, and, and, what and, do you make of that? Yeah, so, it, 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 and I think it's what we were talking about. Admittedly, though, these are the weekly um, mortgage applications that come out um, right. from the Mortgage Bankers Association, and it tends to be a very volatile number. So, you know, from week to week, it can change, you know, somewhat drastically and, and doesn't give you, so you got to really look at trends over time. But I do think the demand is going to pick up because of two reasons. One is because of the inflation fear and rates are starting to pick up. So the last people that the people out there that haven't refinanced yet that are, you know, been saying to themselves, I need to do it. I need to do it. But there was really no reason to rush in are now saying, "Uh oh, rates are starting to tick up. So let me jump in and do that. Um, that's going to be there. Um, and then secondly, I just think it's the the kind of the normal demand that we get for the year end for areas around us that, that are going in. But. I think it's bleeding over into other parts of the country because rates might have ticked up. People may are looking for that deal. You know, you couldn't find a deal anywhere in the country because demand was so high. Maybe they're, you know, kind of looking for that uh, that Black Friday special of, of houses that's out there. I'm not <laughs> sure if they're going to find it or not, but, um, you know, it's going to be out there. So I think you're going to see a little bit of an uptick. It'll be interesting to see as these numbers come out every Wednesday from the Mortgage Bankers Association to see what happens over the next several weeks leading up to uh, to the Christmas holiday. Well, I think from our market's perspective, um, and most people are, you know, listening locally, I think, uh, and I might have mentioned this on the last show, you know, I think our market might get a little busier this year, um, yes. especially because of, you know, Canadians coming down. And I think yep. people underestimate how many, you know, Canadians and um, Europeans, especially, uh, you know, from the UK and from Germany own homes in the central Florida area. Um, I think that people are would be very surprised. I know that 
especially um, from Ontario and Quebec, you know, those uh, those Canadians, especially older Canadians, they own a lot of real estate locally, um, a lot. And they use them as vacation homes. And um, a lot of people were not able legally to come down last year. And many of them cut the previous year short. So a lot of them, you know, yep. they haven't been to their homes. Maybe they wanted to end up selling or buying something different. Maybe they decided, you know, through this whole thing that maybe they don't want to own real estate anymore outside of their country just because of the complications over the next few years. You know, maybe they thought it would be a short-term thing, but maybe they're thinking, oh, this could go on for five or six years and I won't know if I could travel or, or whatever the reason. You know, and I think that, a lot of those people may be deciding to sell or even sell and buy something different. So maybe they could stay down here for longer. And I think for locally in central Florida, I think that our market is definitely going to see some of the people that um, maybe even wanted to sell last year and had planned on selling uh, for whatever reason. And then they ended up having to wait a whole year. I um, mean, I think our market could really see the difference in that, especially locally. Yeah, for sure. I, I I couldn't agree more. There's, you know, there is going to be, there's more people coming here, right? It's it's uh, going to be there. So it'll be, uh, I think we are going to see a good holiday kind of season, if you want to call it that, for for the real estate market. <laughs> the, the Black Friday deals. Like yeah, yeah, right. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll I, don't, I, I don't know how many deals there, re there really are to, to do that. I kind of said that in jest, but I think there are some people out there looking, because like you said, People tend to be, if they're out there aggressively looking or, or or selling out there, tend to be a little bit more serious than maybe some of the people that were just kind of window shopping, you know, throughout the summer and the fall when it's not holiday times, because there are, you know, lots of other things going on during the holidays that that tend to take up people's attention. Well, yeah. And it's if, if somebody's taking the time to browse for homes, contact an agent, you know, schedule a showing get right. their pre-approval all in a row. I mean, if they're not busy with a holiday party or a family get together, or, you know, if they have a family running the kids around to all these different things this time of year, I mean, if they're out looking for a home, that is probably a very serious person that's really, really, really looking for a home. And the same thing, if you see a home hit the market this time of year, I would tell you that that's a very serious seller. So if you're a buyer out there and you're looking for possibly, uh, I don't want to say a deal, but possibly somebody who is ready to sell quickly, okay? You're going to know two things, okay? You're going to know that the seller um, is ready to sell and they're they're probably wanting to sell for a very specific reason in order to go on the, whole, the, the market this time of year. Maybe they have to relocate for a job or maybe they're relocating, you know, because of family or who knows what. Um, but if, if if you're also a buyer, you know that you're probably going to be competing against less people traditionally. So there's probably going to be less people out there fighting over the new listings. And I'm not going to say you're not going to have multiple offers or whatever. But what we've seen is instead of having 30 offers on a property this time of year, maybe we'll have four or five, you know, yeah. maybe less. So I think that there's a much better chance of you getting that Black Friday deal like we were talking about this time of year than, you know, even two months ago. I think it's a completely different market. And just in general, the market has stabilized a little bit. You know, we're not talking a huge difference, but I've tended to notice that it's it's been a little more stable. So I think that if you're a buyer out there and you were kind of fence sitting, uh, number one, what Mike said, you want to get off the fence because of interest rates. They've ticked up a little bit, but also 
because this is a great time of year because there's less competition. So you want to give us a call. 813-359-8990 is our office number. We'd love to speak with you about that, get you in a home, especially before the end of the year. Um, give us a call. We'd love to get in touch with you and help you out. So we'll be back right after this quick break. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, filling in for Andrew, here with Mike Corrigan from Cross Country Mortgage. Over the break, we were talking about um, some interesting things, you know, with, you know, inflation, with real estate numbers. Um, and we were talking about how inflation is kind of affecting everything. We talked about that the last the last segment. But, you know, it also goes to inventory, um, you know, purchase inventory, inflation, the rental market. I mean, it's all kind of tied together. We were talking about how, um, you know, there was a survey this week. And it was done by a company. I don't have it in front of me, um, but it actually said that 26% of Tampa renters are looking to move away from the market. Um, and that was a you know a survey done. It was actually from the website Apartment List. I found it here. It said 26% of apartment hunters living in Tampa are looking to move elsewhere. Miami's the most popular destination searched among those renters. But at the same time, many renters are still looking to move to Tampa. So 37, a little over 37% of those looking for a place to live in Tampa are searching um, from outside of the metro area. So, you know, that's kind of what you want to see if you're a growing metro area. There's always going to be people looking to move away. There's always going to be right. looking uh, people wanting to move to your area. But, you know, what's kind of driving those people out of the area? You know, I, I know that I would say, it's probably the difficulty in finding a place to potentially purchase, but also the fact that rents are going up exponentially locally. Yeah. And I will tell you, we've had, you know, um, a handful of people just kind of anecdotally, but in the last month or so that, you know, what they say to us is they say, look, I was going to continue renting. I planned on buying, you know, a couple of years down the road. I wanted to save more money or whatever it may be. I thought I was going to get married or, or whatever it may be. They, they were going to wait a couple of years that are coming to us and saying, you know what? I really need to buy now because my rent just went up $800 a month or, oh you know, gosh. whatever it may be, the rents are going up so high so quickly across the board. And, you know, there was another article this week about investors rushing into the market. So some of these big hedge fund investors and people are rushing in because they know the rents are so high, especially in a city like ours, where there's so much demand to come here. Um, and so people are coming to us now wanting to buy, which is a good thing, right? I mean, it brings more brings more demand into the marketplace. But if you are sitting out there and renting and thinking about, hey, am I going to buy with your rents going up? It, it's just another kind of feather in that cap of why you you know, the cost of waiting is going to end up costing you more money than waiting till next summer or waiting another year or two down the road. You'd be best to get out there now, even with inventory still really, really low, get out there now and start your search because the reality is that um, it's going to cost you more money in more rents, in the cost of the house, and potentially interest rates rising if you wait um, a longer period of time. Well, I will tell you that not only is our housing market very underbuilt locally as well as nationally, this is a thing that it's, it's yes. nationally, it's very underbuilt, but Tampa in particular, the way it has been growing um, and the way that it is growing right now, our rental market, for what 
for the type of properties that people want to rent and the people that are moving here want to rent, um, probably a little more urban type of properties that are in a downtown setting, very walkable. You know, I'm not talking about way out in the exurbs type of living, but a lot of those properties, particularly close into the jobs or close into the cities, their rents for, you know, the, the amount of properties that we have are very, very, very high. You know, I was talking to a friend and he's was trying to decide, oh, do I want to move to Dallas or do I want to move to Tampa? And he had a job offer, both, both places. And when he was looking for a place to rent, um, he was looking at downtown Tampa and also, you know, downtown in Dallas, like they're one of their downtown neighborhoods. He was shocked at how expensive it was to live in downtown Tampa in a rental compared to Dallas, which he felt, of course, is a much larger city, uh, much more jobs. You know, it's just a larger urban area in general. But he could not believe how expensive it was to live in downtown Tampa. And my answer to him was, well, you know, when you look at most of the places downtown, they're building as quick as they can. There, a lot of them are brand new. You know, I lived downtown 10 years ago and there was, lit I mean, there was nothing. And a, a lot of the places downtown are completely sold out. They're all leased. I mean, I looked at right. a place for him. I was trying to find a place and one of them didn't even have anything available. And I went out like months trying to find a move-in date. So it's just insane. And, and that's a supply and demand issue. You know, if, if there was a lot more supply, I guarantee you that they'd be having specials and they wouldn't be able to fill up their places and they'd have to bring down rents. And that's right. really what we're seeing with housing prices, with rental prices. I mean, we really locally can't <laughs> keep up. I don't know where the tipping point is, but it's it's crazy. So that's why you see people that are looking for rentals turning to Mike and saying, gosh, can I get pre-approved for a mortgage instead? I mean, yep. that's crazy. Yeah, so, it, it is there. And a lot of the stuff being built downtown in the Water Street Project and whatnot are also, is also luxury living, right? I mean, we have a beautiful downtown area with, you know, the Hillsborough River and water going through. And so a lot of it really is going to be on the upper end of the price range just by the nature of what it is. Yes, correct. Correct. So, Mike, how do they get in touch with you if they're wanting to see what they pre-qualify for, for? Because I know that that's very important right now. Yeah, you should reach out. I mean, it should be one of the first steps you take. And you can reach out to me directly at 813 Three seven seven two seven four three. Again, it's eight one three three seven seven two seven four three. Or you can reach out to to somebody on our team, and you can go to crosscountrytampa.com, crosscountrytampa.com, um, and and Jen can help you out there. But we're always available. Give us a call, and we'd love to you know answer any questions you have um, about the real estate market, about mortgages, what what it may take. If you're just trying to figure out, hey, where do I even start? Um, we help people like that all the time. So give us a call, 813-377-2743. Awesome. And we'll be back right after this quick break. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Mike Corrigan from Cross Country Mortgage. So if you're looking to buy or sell before the end of the year, and we talked about the advantages of you know being a, a buyer before the end of the year briefly, but there's actually a lot a lot of other advantages, um, you know, that that go into buying before the end of the year, especially in our market and especially with the way things are going right now. Um, so one of those big things before buying, you know, that you get before buying before the end of the year 
is homestead exemption and having the property valued at most likely a lesser rate. I mean, I would tell you 99.9% lesser rate chance than than what you would have if you purchased the property next year. So the way homestead exemption works is when you buy a property, you get to deduct a certain value of the property. Uh, you know, the taxes of the property are based on the value of the property, you know, the market value. And, you know, your real estate agent can help you coming up with, with you know, an estimated tax of that. But, you know, it's based on the sales price uh, and then the market value. And then you can do a homestead exemption where it actually gives you even less value based on a couple of different factors. But, you know, if you purchase this year, your property is going to be valued differently than if you purchase next year. You know, and the way homestead exemption and taxes work is it can only rise a certain percent of value every year. So what we see is we see a lot of buyers, you know, that maybe don't understand the advantage of closing a property even on December 15th or December 31st of this year, as opposed to January 3rd of next year. And it makes a, a totally different um, different valuation of the property. And it, that can affect you know, what you can actually qualify for as far as payment. Now, do you see payments, Mike, where somebody's so on the fence that something a little like that could change what they qualify for? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you get a lot of people now, especially in today's market where um, things are bumping up a little bit, you know, insurance is a little bit more expensive, things are happening, you know, back to the inflation talk, where if you're at the top of the range of whether or not you could qualify or not, the amount of your taxes and the way we're going to collect your taxes um, are very, very important um, on whether or not you get qualified or not. And most importantly, too, on, on where you feel comfortable with your payment. Yeah, and I think that that's something that you really need to talk to your mortgage professional about, your mortgage lender, but also do that in conjunction with your agent because there is other stuff that goes into that, whether it's HOA dues or condo fees or even you know CDD taxes, which a lot yes. of times are are incorrect on the MLS or you know when you're looking at Realtor.com or Zillow or whatever website you're using out there, you know. I would tell you locally, CDD fees are very, very important to know because they could add up to several hundred dollars per month, which definitely changes what you qualify for. You know, that has nothing to do with buying or selling before the end of the year. But I think that even bringing that up is is definitely, you know, something that you you need to know about when you're looking at what you can qualify for. I would also say the advantage of buying before the end of the year is that you you know, you're locking in whatever the mortgage rate is right now, because yes. I think that it, that is very, very important. And we've kind of seen, and we've talked about this before, where, oh, they went, you know, mortgage rates went down this week a little bit, but last week they went up some, and the, the week before they went up some, but then the week before that they went down some. So what you're seeing, though, is a slow but gradual rise of interest rates. And we've talked about that before, where it's not going to be dramatic just like the fall wasn't dramatic, but it is going to be some plateauing, some dipping, you know, some dancing, but it is going to slowly rise. And I think the advantage of, of doing something before the end of the year is you're getting locked in to that interest rate of what it is now, not tomorrow. And if it goes down some, oh, well, but I guarantee you that the trend is going to be going up. And I think that it's very, very important to lock that in now. And you know, I know that Mike sees that, too, where somebody didn't make a decision and then, you know, they're paying a little bit more. And 
over the last couple of months, they've have risen some. And I know you guys have seen that over there. Mike. Yeah, they have. And you, you hit the nail on the head. It's not going to be in a straight line. It's almost like riding an escalator up, right? Like where you, you go up and then over and then up and over. It's it's not, you know, it's not taking the elevator up. It's it's not going straight up. It's going to take some time. I um, mean, it's going to go on there and bounce around a little bit. But yeah, the trend is definitely um, with all this inflation going on until something changes, which will be right, you know, here every Sunday to update you. The trend is that rates are probably going to rise over the short to medium term here, um, you know, a little bit. Again, not drastically, right? I mean, I, it, they're still, from a historic perspective, they're still extremely low. Still makes all the sense in the world to buy that that is out there. There's nothing changing as far as is that goes, but they're higher than they were, you know, in the summer and over the past year or so, um, you know, is going to be there. So you're right to to be able to lock in, and you know, we pay attention you know, every single day to the markets when they're open. Um, we have alerts that are, that are set if something market changing happens um, that comes out to us. Literally, we get text me, you know, everybody on my team gets text message alerts. You know, if things should happen in the marketplace that could put, you know, investors and, and lenders in a position to to change the rates. Um, so we're always on top of it. But yeah, it's it's better to lock in, especially if you're getting a 30 year mortgage. If you think about it, you know, the we as a mortgage company are giving you a commitment for 30 years to lock something in at a given rate. Um, it's a pretty fantastic tool that you're able to get. You know, yeah. whereas you're, you've been renting for five years and your landlord comes to you every year and raises your rent. Well, when you right. sign a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, that doesn't happen. Right. Um, you, you know, we don't <laughs> we don't get to come back because rates went up and say, oh, sorry, here, you know, your payments going up. So it's a great tool. It's one of another reasons it's so great to buy and, and to own and utilize a mortgage because you do get to lock in for a long period of time. Yeah. Random because this popped into my head. But do you think and this is going to like really throw you on, on the spot, but do you think that we could ever go, especially as prices go higher and maybe rates start to tick up to like 40 year mortgages like we had at one point, something different? I, you know, anything is possible, right? Never say never. <laughs> um, and, and it's going to be there. But w one of the things that happened after the um, the financial crisis, you know, with Dodd-Frank bill and gosh, we haven't said that in a long time, but a lot of the rules and things that came out there um, as what is considered a, a qualified mortgage or a QM mortgage um, prohibited some additional terms and some additional things that we saw prohibited, um, you know, interest only. It prohibited 40-year um, terms, additional terms beyond 30. It prohibited some of the negative amortization loans, prohibited um, non-income qualifying loans or, you know, where, where you didn't you didn't have to prove your income, that sort of thing. So, you know, it won't become mainstream. However, there is a market out there for the non-QM or non-qualified mortgages. Um, and when it's non-qualified mortgage, the investor just has to have 10% sort of what they call skin in the game. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be able to do that. But there are there is an appetite out there for that kind of investment. And there are hedge funds out there that's doing it. So I think you may see it pop up. Um, but I don't think it'll be as mainstream as we did you know, back in, you know, 2000, you know, call it three to 2008. Yeah, that just popped into my head. Well, you talked about, you know, mortgages and the differences and how great a 30 year, you know, mortgage tool is. And, sure. you know, I, I know that it's just changed, but, you know, definitely something to to keep your eye on, because I think the government would really be open to doing a lot of 
things, especially when you look at interest rates probably having to rise, but that's a different, you know, different conversation. But another, uh, another great uh, advantage to buying before the end of the year, and this is kind of what I touched on earlier, but I would tell you as an agent, and if you're looking for a good strategy, you know, if you find a home that you really like that maybe has been on the, the market, even for 30 days at this point, which sounds crazy, but that's a long time in our market to be on the market. If yeah. you're a buyer and, and you see a home that's been on the market for 30 days, um, you know, I would tell you that the advantage of buying before the end of the year is there's less competition, which we talked about. And I think that that's a property that you could get a deal on right now, as opposed to waiting until the new year. Because what we see as agents on our side, and because our team does a lot of business, we actually see the market get very, very, very busy yes. um, with buyers and sellers right after New Year's. I mean, like January 3rd, January 4th, we really hit the ground running. And I think everybody that kind of placed everything on pause starting around Thanksgiving is ready to go. You know, they want to get jump in the new year. They want to find a house. They want to put their house on the market. So I think if you can get a jump on those people and those buyers um, and maybe approach that seller with an offer that maybe they wouldn't have taken 30 days before and maybe they wouldn't take after the new year because they're going to get other offers, I think that you have a really good chance of getting maybe not an amazing deal in the normal sense, but for that house in this time, it's a, it's a good deal. And I think that you have a chance to do that if you go for something before the end of the year. Yeah, and I think if you, especially if you write a contract that says you're gonna close before the end of the year, right? Yeah. The seller may have reasons to wanna close before the end of the year for tax reasons for themselves, um, or you know whether they're moving or or you know anything else. So a lot of times the time frame this time of year becomes more um, focused because we're changing over the year. You know, end of the year into a new year become more than you know whether it's you know another month throughout the year. So you know if you have um, if you are out there and we're still taking applications to close before the end of the year, and we always see this big rush right after, you know, this coming week after Thanksgiving, where people are calling us and saying, hey, can you can we still close by the end of the year? And, and, and we can because they want their offer to stand out amongst others that, you know, some people are wanting to push it till January 15th or anything else. And your offer may stand out even maybe at a lower price if you're closing before the end of the year. Yes. And that goes for you know, not just primary homes, but especially, you know, investment properties yes. or or cash sales that have the ability to close very quickly. Um, and I know you guys can close a loan very quickly, especially if you're, you know, if somebody that you're working with that's your client that is really needing that to get in there early, you know, there's stuff that you guys can do to hopefully push that along. And and I think that that's the great thing about working with a lender. Like we know you guys, we know you guys are going to work really hard, but if somebody finds, you know, you guys and are coming to you, it's a great thing about working with an experienced lender. Well, and I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. The national averages, you know, um, that, that go out, I saw something last month. I think it was the national average and it sort of shocked me. 47 days was the life of a mortgage um, on average where, you know, we're averaging, you know, less than half of that, um, yeah. you know, as far as getting it closed. And again, those are averages and it could be skewed and, and everything else. But, you know, we're, we're closing loans consistently in three weeks. 
um, you know, can be there. And so you can reach out to us, you know, we can help you. So that gives you time. If you, if you are, you know, listening today and saying, Hey, I want to get in by the end of the year, it may give you an extra chance. And, you know, everybody's got to be on board. Everybody's got to be working together to get those things done because you do have some distractions because of the holidays, but it's definitely possible. Um, and something we do each and every year. Awesome. So we'll be back right after this quick break on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. We're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us this Sunday. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Mike Corgan from Cross Country Mortgage. I know this is something we discuss every year, but being right after Thanksgiving and everybody's probably in the middle of decorating their homes or is going to be doing that shortly. you know, I think that it's very important if you're doing, um, you know, if you're doing anything real estate related this year, if you're getting ready to put your home on the market, if you're hoping to get top dollar for your home, if maybe you're, you know, planning to, I don't know, even get your property ready right after the first of the year, maybe you're getting photos, maybe you're getting everything done on the property as far as um, getting it ready to go to market. I think it's really important to think about how you're decorating for the holidays and maybe the extent to which you decorate. And I know we always talk about that. I know Andrew touches on that all the time this time of year, but I think that it's never too late of a reminder to really think about, you know, if you're going to go all out Clark Griswold style for Christmas, or if you're going to just do something a little subtle. So I would implore you, that if you are planning to put your property on the market, um, and if your agent hasn't discussed this with you, you do something very subtle um, as far as decorating. But I also think you need to have a plan for, you know, the photos to be strategically done, for the house to be, uh, you know, I would say strategic marketing. Because if you're gonna not go under contract quickly, if you're gonna maybe test the top of the market and see what you can get for your home and you might be on the market for a little while past the holidays, nothing screams outdated and you know, not market fresh as a property with a Christmas tree and you know, Christmas decor on the market in you know, January, February that got put on the market you know, over the holidays. And I see that all the time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's right. You don't want to date your house and you don't want to do things. And I think that, um, again, you, you mentioned it, but if if you go all out and listen, I go all out or I try to, I try, <laughs> I try and one up myself every single year. I love it. I love decorating um, and, and getting as much stuff as I, as I can. But um, if that's you and you're that way and you're getting ready, you know, some of the things that come in and Andrew's talked about this, you know, you generally you move things around in your house, right? When, when people are going all out, you know, maybe you got to move, you know, I know in my house, we move a couple chairs for where we put the tree, right? And my wife rearranges, you know, the area we get things, you know, every year. So your, your house may not flow like it normally does. So if you have people coming to show and now you have more stuff in there, it may give the appearance differently than your house normally shows um, at any time of year. And so, you know, that can cause, you know, that maybe caused people to look at it and say, oh, it's cramped in here and everything else. And frankly, it could be because you got your, you know, your blow up uh, Rudolph in the house or something, <laughs> um, you know, that, that, that can be there. So, you know, you got to be strategic on how you do it. And, and I think you said it, you said it uh, perfectly is, you know, if you can kind of dial it back and be a little bit subtle, then I think it would be great. Well, it makes me think of home staging because when you think of home staging sure. um, and a lot of people out there have never you know, met with a stager, talked to a stager, but I think you don't realize how many little things, little knickknacks, little, 
you know, extra decor pieces you have in your house. But when you meet with a homestager, you know, a lot of times it's not about them actually bringing in furniture or doing all that kind of stuff. It's taking what you have and getting rid of a lot of stuff, minimalizing it, and then moving some things around to feel less cluttered. And I think what Christmas does or what holiday decorations do, um, you know, it's usually cluttering the space. And that's not a bad thing. That's a fun, happy thing. A lot of them are memories. A lot of them, you know, bring happy thoughts to you as a person. But when you're bringing people in to look at your house that time of year, you don't want to do what Mike said and make them feel, you know, cramped in, cluttered. They see a whole bunch of stuff or they're not seeing the home in the best light that's easy flow, you know, that kind of stuff. So when you're when you're showing your house, you want it to be and feel its lightest, its brightest, its freshest, and the least amount of clutter possible. So just always remember that, especially when you're decorating this time of year, um, if you're going to be putting your home on the market. I don't think we can mention it enough because we do see that all the time. So Mike, one last time, how do they get in touch with you if they want to get pre-qualified for the home, if they're starting their mortgage process or their house hunting process out, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, you can always reach out to me. Thanks, Robert. You can reach out to me um, directly at 813-377-2743, 813-377-2743. Um, if you don't reach me, leave a message. I will get back to you. Um, or you can go to Cross Country Tampa, all one word, crosscountrytampa.com. Awesome. And you can reach us at 813-359-8990 or the Duncan Duo team on all of our socials. We'd love to speak with you on there. Go to our website, duncanduo.com. You can search the entire MLS there. You can chat with our agents there. We'd love to help you out buying or selling your property. Thanks for joining us this week on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Hope you had an awesome Thanksgiving. We look forward to talking to you again next week on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show.